0: Hello vinyl lovers, I'm Antonio Staropoli, and I'm Chris Myers, and you're listening to Taste of Vinyl. So, silly fact about myself, Uh, when the moon comes out,
1: I turn into a werewolf, so I (laughs) just wanted to get that out. I always
0: wondered why I'm so fucking hairy.
1: (laughs) I can't help it, I'm going to shave
0: this tonight and it'll be back in the morning. (laughs) You <laughs> me. <Disgusting. laughs> uh, welcome. Welcome, <laughs> listeners. We have a solid show for you today. All the way from the mean streets of Philadelphia, please welcome vocalist Cody Golub and guitarist Brandon Bond from the band The Drowned God. Very excited to have you guys on the show. How you guys doing?
2: Yeah, welcome. Good. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. Absolutely. Oh,
0: yeah, man. Right? It's man. Uh, yeah. It's an honor to have you guys on here. So I don't know if you've listened to the show, but uh, first thing we like to ask is analog or digital? Dun, dun, Can we do for vinyl, di- uh, analog. <laughs> <laughs> no, it <is>. Yes,
3: uh, <laughs> I like the combination of both. Is that an answer? Yes, that is a, an that answer. is an
0: answer. I like yeah. it. That's good. Can we expand upon?
3: Yeah. So I'm really interested in the uh, combination of analog sounds. Put through a digital filter, you know? Oh, where okay. I like the idea of not being able to tell what is a real instrument versus what is uh, something more synthetic. I really like that mm-hmm. blending of the two. Are you a Nine Inch oh, Nails fan? Engine. I like Trent Reznor's soundtrack work. I've never listened to Nine Inch Nails. <gasps>
0: oh, Brandon. He would find things he likes. You would definitely, just based on like what you're talking about right there. I'm pretty sure that that has been Trent Reznor's, just his driving force for since that 1989. (laughs) Like, so (laughs) you definitely, I think would very much enjoy that stuff.
3: I've got to say his soundtrack work is brilliant. Oh, and if 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 Nine Inch Nails is anything like his soundtrack to like the girl with the dragon tattoo or Mm -hmm. the social network, then I would
0: love it. It may be a little different, but I I still think there are going to be elements that you're going to enjoy. So definitely take a listen to. I would say the downward spiral. Yep. Maybe you could start there. But what the fuck do I know? I've known you for, what, five minutes? I'm going to give that a (laughs) piece. But that's why you're on the show. We're going to learn a little bit about you guys. So tell us about yourselves. How did the band form when you guys both got involved with music and, of course, the expensive hobby of collecting vinyl?
3: So, yeah, we started in 2014 uh, as a two-piece. It was Cody on vocals and myself on uh, everything else. And we put out... A couple of EPs and singles for a year or two, and over that time we were slowly kind of culling and collecting members to kind of wow. get into the band, uh, and that culminated in our first full length with a real band, which was called Moonbearer, which was our first like I guess I'll, I'll call it a full length. It's like seven or eight songs. It's like almost mm-hmm. there. It's almost there. It's like a baby full length. It feels full, Yeah, yeah It feels yeah. full. There's, a, there's everything
0: so, going on. So you're telling me yeah. that oh, yeah, when yeah, you guys put enough. that record out, it was just you two?
3: When we put Moonbearer out, we had just got a full band, band together. Record. you just yeah. fully
0: formed the band. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, um, I mis- yeah. misheard you. Okay. Uh,
3: we, we have two EPs before that that are not on the internet. Probably. Gotcha. Ah, okay. They're probably hidden somewhere. I don't know where they are. Okay. Yeah, my top drawer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just us two for two EPs. Yeah.
0: Okay. And how did you guys start collecting vinyl? Well, so I—I cl- I don't know if you collect vinyl, Brandon. Do
3: my girlfriend kind of does, and I—I right. I have some vinyl, but I. Oh,
0: oh, okay. So,
2: so then we were wh- both going to be, yeah. We are. So we we're both going to be on the of this segment, and I was just going to talk about vinyl. Um, so, yeah, and then <laughs> well, he was so Mark, get
0: Brandon. There. You can just leave now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah, kidding, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding, man. Don't do it. It's like the Dark Souls is like
2: you died. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> so, well, I, I started collecting about probably like three or four years ago, so I'm pretty brand new to vinyl still. Okay, um, but like like many of you out there, um, my first vinyl was Nirvana. Cool. You know the, the MTV unplugged one, as everyone, oh, as everyone so, has vinyl. now. So good. Oh it yeah, it is one of the best. It yeah. really is. Uh, um, and I kind of branched out. My other one um, that I went to after that was Time Well by Cloakroom, which is my favorite, actually. Uh, probably my favorite vinyl that I own, just cool. because the art's really good on the inside. And I just would say that it's like the you know when you like a band like sounds kind of perfect on vinyl. Yes. Oh my god. I would god, have yeah. to say that record is like it just sounds perfect to me so that's fantastic and just
0: so you know like me personally I I haven't been collecting that long either I started collecting back in like 2016 something like that yeah Yeah. it's probably it's probably when when I
2: recognize that like some bands actually sound even better on vinyl sometimes I just never knew that without having a vinyl player isn't it wild man
0: you just like you hear things and you're like wait a minute this sounds different than the digital version. Like totally, yeah. di- it's it's fantastic. Well, that's why we love it, man. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why why we love right. it. But uh, so Brandon, get on it, man. What do you want? I'm oh, <laughs> going to go buy one tomorrow.
3: Oh man, <laughs> I sweet. Just, I was just messing with you, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all in good fun. So let's talk about your influences. What, this is a weird question, Chris. I so, want to just have, so, you know, so, two... Yeah, okay, so you want to try to ask together. them two questions. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to try to ask this in a way that makes sense. <laughs> so- <laughs> so
2: honestly, I love the way this feels. This feels very like it feels like how we talk, like as a band. I yeah. like it. Oh, awesome. good, yeah. good. That's yeah, what dude, we want. Feels be, a, it feels like a good podcast. That's yeah. exactly what we oh, want. Thank to you, man. Like. Yeah, Appreciate you. that. We try to make yeah. it like loose and fun and like, yeah, uh, it feels more like personable to be honest. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. what we
0: want. We don't want it to be like, I got to tell you, when right did off the you bat, start talking to Brandon? <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a good one. When
1: did you start singing? Answer
0: question one. Question one. Two we've yeah. seen some awful like on like youtube like some really like cringeworthy stuff so, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. it's how you it's how you make your filter That's i agree right. That's exactly i totally right.
0: agree so let me see if i can ask this question in, in like a way that makes sense In uh, a not chris way yeah you fucking <laughs> dick um all right so so how does your taste in vinyl influence the way you write in well the I, I guess God. it
2: like it transmitted through also the band because you know they write like especially brandon like writing a lot of the instrumental sure um, right right but, you know I, w- I would be like yo i really like this so i mean um i guess more of the warmer sound but you feel like that too brandon like i guess mm-hmm. like vinyl to me like encompasses like the distortion and like fuzz and like the warmer sound of like a band so i definitely wanted to use a lot of that in our record And i think i expressed that to you guys um as well as you expressing brandon you expressing it to like everyone else but um i would say like just um like bands like spotlights and like i have cult leader and stuff like that just like that kind of heavy sound but like embracing i don't know the distortion i feel like we kind of embrace that as well on uh this record
0: that's awesome cool very cool that was put very well you answered my not so good question yeah well my it's it, well, no, a good question it's a cool yeah. question, a cool <laughs> <Yeah>. question. <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you uh so we'll get to the vinyl stuff again later but mm-hmm. back back to the band right you guys you had mentioned are the founding members of the band did you guys know each other before the band started like how did that how did that happen did you were you guys involved mm-hmm. in other music projects at all
3: so we briefly knew each other before the band. We went to high school together but we never talked. I never knew other wow. at all. And I'm pretty sure we played a show together with our like old bands. but I don't even think I watched your set.
2: Yeah, we went to the same high school and I would always like see Brand like at the uh, con- what is it the concession stand or what is it called those yeah, machines dude. concession machine or whatever. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, always like being a fucking <laughs> hooligan and shit. I, was like, I wanna make music with that kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but you were, you were in Lenore. He was in this band called Lenore and like they were pretty big um in the scene because I don't know if it happened to you guys, but we had a scene around Doyle's town where we're from, like that was pretty pretty big around that time, but now it's kinda fizzled out. We had like balanced composure, like Circus Arrive. Oh, sick, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, was, shit. he was in Lenore, which was like what were you like post hardcore like
3: Post metal, you know. Yeah, yeah. You Sounds know, and familiar. I was like,
2: yeah, yeah, I mean like they you guys got pretty you guys got pretty big.
3: You played with some some cool bands.
2: Yeah. Nice, oh, sweet. Yeah, and I was like trying myself to get into like the music scene, but trying it with a different like group of kids. So then eventually like we met we both knew a kid named Jordan. Um and then Lee introduced us to each other, knowing that we both like the same same styles of music. And like then you know, we kinda met each other and started hanging out more and then uh, you know. We just like clicked, and then just wanted to make music because it's the best thing to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, it
0: certainly is so when the band because you were talking about earlier it was just you two guys, and then you guys formed the band, and then you, you put your first album out, your first kind of full length album mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of put us in your headspace at that time? Like, what was the vision of the Drowned God supposed to be at that point?
3: Yeah. So at least on my end, instrumentally. I really wanted to capture the intensity of, like, post-hardcore, but kind of put this more um, hypnotic, ethereal, melancholic, kind of bleak vibe to it. Oh, okay. Uh, that was something I haven't really heard. Um, I was really inspired by, originally, like when I first started the band, I was really inspired by uh, this one Bashuga record called Catch 33. And mm, okay. uh, the thing that drew me to that record was how hypnotic and like repetitive and ethereal it is. You know, it's like this, it just repeats over and over and it becomes this, you just get so immersed in the music, you know. And I wanted to try and take that idea of like being immersed in sound and kind of apply that into this more post-hardcore kind of sound, like screamo sound. I feel
2: like you're also really, really influenced wow. at that time by Radiohead too. Radiohead's always, I mean, you always those, will be. Yeah. I know, but like I'm saying on our first <laughs> yeah. two records, like you'll, like, I feel like it comes out more. Yeah,
0: man, oh, that's, that's cool. Super interesting. That's not something, yeah. you know, listening to Moonbearer, the first record, not something that would have come to my mind immediately, but like now I'm almost curious. Like, I want to listen back and mm-hmm. I want to, Oh, I want to listen to the Meshuggah record that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah.
3: one to listen to. If you're going to you, listen to any Meshuggah, yeah. that's the one. I'm definitely, that's gonna, the only that's one I really listen to personally that's
0: um, awesome and it, it dropped in 2017 right i think so yeah not that What's that matters anyway? yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us was that the album that got you guys signed to solid state records
2: i think no, i'll always be the same dude
3: yeah so i think uh there okay. was a band on solid state that kind of like got our foot in the door with yeah silent solid planet oh, silent okay. planet
2: yeah, Garrett, I think, that's what um, our AR guy told me, he was like, silent, or like, uh, he said Garrett, like, which is a singer of Silent Planet, like, said something to the AR, AR guy, which is, like, pretty cool, because I never talked to the kid before, um, but he seems pretty awesome, but, uh, like, yeah, he, like, mentioned our name, so, and then, like, I was just sending demos of I'll Always Be the Same, like, like two or three songs out, just because I was like, why not, you know what I mean? Sure. And, uh, you know, yeah, so they uh, saw that, and then wanted to pick us up. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah. When you guys got signed, did you guys immediately start touring,
0: or you know, start writing for the next album? A little bit of both. Like, what happened once you guys were signed?
3: Yeah, the way that turned out was kind of like backwards in the sense that <laughs> we had already recorded the entire "I'll Always Be the Same" record uh, sure. when okay. we got signed. So when we got signed, it was like they just put out the record that we had already. Made. Ah, okay. Yeah, they bought it. Yeah. Okay. And okay. Interesting. Because we hadn't released it, it was just weird sitting on it, you know. And we did a tour after that. Was that with
2: Modern Color? No, that was a Sparrows. Moon yeah. was with Modern Color. Okay. Yeah.
3: Interesting.
1: In I'm curious. Like, so they bought that second album. And made it seem like it was their own off the label. Did they make you guys re-record anything? Or no, but no. But people oh, okay. say like, oh, people are like, I'll say
2: like, I, I see like comments being like, you know, Solid State probably made them go this this route with always be the same. But to be honest, we were <laughs> like, we were like, yeah, uh, you no, you don't we, know shit. <laughs> well, that's usually that's usually kind of how it goes, unless like because sure. we you know, like don't put like a lot of information out for people to research, which like we kind of like just like you know mm. just like try yeah, to, yeah yeah. Um, I research, like yeah. yeah. Let people yeah. think yeah, exactly. what they want to think. Mm, exactly. <laughs> what yeah. they're gonna do anyways, you know? Um, sure, that's true. Good but yeah, point. they bought that from us. We still own Moonbear. I think we're gonna have that coming out on vinyl uh through Morning, like Morning as an M O U R. Oh, Sweet. cool. Okay. Yeah, Morning Records. Um, so you know you guys can get that as well. That was cool on vinyl. The album
3: artwork
2: yeah. on that one is, is yeah, really good. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so, are you excited, Chris? I, th- I feel like I could
0: feel I, his excitement already. He's I like, am. Gonna, I am excited. Give me the link.
1: Chris. I was gonna say I will be one of the first people to pre-order that. Actually, yeah, you know, was, yeah. Dude. Yeah. that makes me think. Um, you you, you mentioned the artwork, uh, and I don't want to get off topic here, although it's still kind of on topic. Uh, I did read the Drowned God. Yes. I was going to say, Perfect. I did read in a past interview that there's album artwork that gets you guys like really angry about, like, you know, just like stuff that just doesn't really have anything to do with particular bands' albums. Is there an album that the artwork is so cringy or that like you just
2: hate so much? <laughs> Wait, did, we, yeah, did we say that? I don't remember. Probably did we say that, I mean, You might have said that. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I drink <laughs> okay. whiskey. Dude. I don't know. Okay. <laughs>
3: i just know Um. i I just know i read that somewhere and i was like that's interesting i definitely want to ask about that there's so many dude just look at like i don't know like saint anger by like metallica there's so much cringy album artwork dude (laughs) yeah it's horrible what is that i mean (laughs)
0: let you know aside from the album artwork jesus that thing's an abortion
3: It's horrible, dude. That's <laughs> the worst band I've ever heard, dude. I hate Metallica. Yeah, do you really? I I some me. people,
2: some people in the band like Metallica. I will say that the whole band, we have the reason, like why Ooh, we're like debate, I love the band. So it's because everyone has, yeah, everyone like debates. Like every band practice, will oh, literally shit. spend like out of like three hours, like play an hour and a half now <laughs> like, like, an a half, like, debating stuff. But that's, that's that's like the beautiful, like you know, it's beautiful because mm. people can have different opinions and like everyone's Absolutely. like, yeah, I love you, anyways, man. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? like that's Luke, great. Of Lucas course, loves Metallica. Of I'm like, I've been like bopping corn, and like now Dan's been like, uh, what's he been playing? What is it fucking, um, what's the Fucking what's like the poster with the needle? Uh, biscuit. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm nice. laughing
0: so hard because yeah, as soon as you said like you hate Metallica, we just did a huge Metallica giveaway.
3: Oh yeah, so that's like funny. on our Instagram. <laughs> it
0: was, like, it was like the worst fan I've ever heard. It was like <laughs> a huge. Yeah, but that's really it. cool. Like yeah. people no, absolutely yeah. You, yeah. Everybody's sure, sure, entitled to, to their opinion, Absolutely. man. Like, yeah. totally, man. I look. I'm not gonna say I'm the biggest Metallica fan, but I don't hate it. Like, I don't think you know. Like, I think it has its place, and I think it's it, it was great for what it was. It's great for what it is, but it's not something that I seek out. Right. Seek and destroy. Right so <laughs> bad puns yeah. yes oh my gosh. I used to listen to
2: the song one like all the time in middle school so that's like my Metallica that's all I know is that the one with all like right, the military
3: right. clips in it and shit dude I don't know probably I think yeah, so I, I might be the one
0: every, every Metallica fan that is listening right now is motherfucking us yeah yeah they're turning <laughs> us off
3: <laughs> but that's okay I don't blame them that's yeah, okay.
0: Like, I'm totally disoriented by the way. I have no idea where we are right now. So <laughs> oh, like when, when are they, they gonna stop
1: be. when are they gonna stop bashing Metallica? I gotta see. Yeah, it right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I love Randy. Is that his name? Is it Randy? Who's Randy, dude? Who's I don't know, the singer? I don't know, dude.
3: Travis Riley. Dude. <laughs> James Hetfield?
2: <right> <laughs> 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 yeah. Randy's Randy. some other yeah, metal dude. singer. He looks like a
3: Randy though. Oh, if I saw the guy, I'd be like, that's Randy yeah
0: <laughs> okay. oh my God that was fantastic so good. Oh I love it. okay so speaking of the the second album, I'll always be the same, which is the one that you know you guys use to get signed yes how was the writing and recording process different that time versus the first record?
3: I think the second time we went in uh, that was our second time recording with the same producer. He, we went okay. to the same producer who recorded Moonbearer. Okay. So I think there was more of like a familiar vibe. Uh, it uh-huh. was in a different studio, but with the same producer. There was more of a focus on texture. Uh, we brought in some 12-string guitars. Ooh. Uh, used a lot of 12-strings on that record. Wow. Um, nice. More focused on like atmosphere and kind of like the ambiance on that one. Um, okay. I think uh Moonbearer is a lot more direct, like We are still like new as a band, so uh, it was more direct, uh, more straightforward, like heavy. um, While always be the same, maybe is more focused on uh, tones and um, vibes and like atmosphere, things like that. That's
0: awesome! And that very uh, cool. What kind of inspired the record? Was it other? Um, Because you had mentioned Meshuga before. You like Red
3: House
2: Painters then, dude.
3: That was when I got really into a band called Red House Painters. They're one of my favorite bands. And Slow Dive, Shoegaze stuff. Yeah, I I feel like we were
2: all into like Shoegaze at the time. Like more so than right now, for sure. I still love Shoegaze. I
3: I listen to My Bloody Valentine all the time. um, Oh, very nice. Yeah, a lot of Shoegaze and ambient music and Red House Painters. Those are like the big influences on that record.
0: So the one thing that I'm taking away from this is Red House Painters. Yeah, listen to that band. Yeah, listen to that band. It's called Roller
3: coaster That's the record you gotta check out. Rollercoaster. Oh, nice, definitely. Yeah. All
2: right, it's, it's really good if you're like in a depressive ass state. Of mind. It's the saddest <laughs> record I've ever heard. In my life. Oh, okay, oh, wow. good to know ahead of time. Thank you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get it's that a depressive one. I, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like I yeah. have to be already in that. And we've talked about this before. Like when I'm like that, when I feel like, oh God, fucking, ugh, everything sucks. Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I'm like I'm like give me the cure right now. I want to listen yeah. to the cure yeah, yeah, all day. So like you know I I have to be in that kind of headspace to seek out that kind of music. So yeah. I will next time I'll, uh, I'll reserve it. Yeah, next time
3: listen to that record, man. You'll be yeah. uh, okay. You'll be crying, dude. The
2: we'll lyrical content's really good. <laughs> <and> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the lyrical content's really good. And like, um, yeah. what's his name? Mark what's Kozlik. Yeah, so I, I've noticed, like, just from me listening, he's, um, at least that band is really good at, like, like, he'll say something and then, like, they'll make the sound at least right after or before of, like, with, like kind of, like, mirroring the lyrics and, like, that's, oh. like, what kind of gets me. Yeah. Like, so when, you, when Brandon, when you told me about Red House Banner, it was, like, that's what, like, I was inspired by, at least. Like, yeah. from that band, it's, like, they, like, mirror the lyrical content with, like, the sound of the band. And I, like, really appreciate that when bands do that, to be yeah, honest. That's it's cool. Yeah, that's
3: interesting. It almost feels like the lyrics and the and the music are just one thing. Like yeah, when they were really. writing the music, he wrote the lyrics and the music at the same time. So the music reflects the lyrics in real time as it's going on. Yeah, oh, that's, that's cool. really fucking cool,
0: man. Wow, I'm t- you all—you've picked my interest. Check them out, yeah, yeah. You definitely sold it better than I did. Nine Inch Nails, so. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> Not you, so I mean, uh, we'll check it out. I used yeah, to check it. Nine Inch Nails out like that mm. much. I've heard like the some of the rock band songs. Yeah. Oh, song rock rock band song. band <laughs> oh
3: shit, dude! Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm yeah. a
0: huge fucking. I'll talk about Trent Reznor all day. Do it, man. He's so great yeah,
3: yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. We can go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> no, this you is about to drown.
0: God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Uh, Ooh, the drowned. God damn it! All right. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. All right. So, so to bring it current. All right. It's 2021. Pale Home just got released a few weeks ago on March 26th. How was the process writing that album?
3: That one was partially written while I was in graduate school in Pittsburgh. A lot of solitude. A lot of like writing alone in my room. Um, And that kind of translated into me graduating, coming home, and then kind of like entering the pandemic, you know, and more solitude. (laughs) Yeah. um, I was
0: going to ask whether the pandemic, you know, kind of played a role in the writing.
3: Yeah. So in a lot of ways, this record, at least for me personally, is a reflection of the entire experience of 2020. Um, The entire experience of, the uncertainty, uh, the anxiety, the loneliness—everything yes. that, oh uh, that goes into the pandemic, frustration. Into a pandemic, <laughs> yeah. Any yeah. pandemic, yeah. anyone, you know, yeah, <laughs> well, anyone. On yeah. the bubon, dude. Yeah, the bubonic. Yeah. <laughs> <Plagues. laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, so we really wanted something that was really crushing. You know, we wanted something that was crushing and bleak and heavy and intense uh and grittier than anything we've ever done you really wanted sure. to like be this cathartic release from yeah. this like pent-up feelings of the pandemic
0: you succeeded
1: i'm gonna say do that. you that, succeeded that what i like
3: to
0: hear because i know for both of us after listening you know it was almost like it was like palpable the hopelessness from beginning to yes. end the loneliness mm-hmm. yep. it was sad we weren't you prepared know what I mean? like i felt it and it was like we were talking about it and we were like the emptiness and loneliness has to like it has to have been inspired by just what's been going on in the world mm-hmm. so it you know was. as you were explaining that it was it was almost like it was almost like you were in the room when we were talking about yes. what we thought the album was about so we we kind of we guessed well, <laughs> you well, know i would
2: say there was a lot more than that too i mean like Sure. I mean, Brandon, like, like, said it pretty well, but at the same time, like, not only that, I mean, like, we were going through, like, losing our bassist and, like, at the time was a best friend and stuff like that. So, like, that was pretty wild it's just because we were, like, fighting with, like, yo, this is our best shit ever, like, you know, get it together and, like, also stay, like, our friend, but, like, also losing that person because they just wanted sure. to take a different angle in life. Um, yeah, you know yeah. like which is pr- this is pretty crazy but i was like um you know i lost a, a my mom and like and my grandfather at the same time not due to covid but like it was still like during the whole time of us writing this shit so it was okay. like i almost it felt good just getting heavy you know what i mean like just to sure. be like yeah you know, fuck everything like this fucking go it was it felt like that and like yeah it was just like i don't know just like encompassing that like all everything
0: <laughs>
4: well
2: like it was a cathartic dude. release yes and I'm yeah. very sorry man our condolences yeah. no 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 yeah I didn't want to say it more in that way I wasn't looking no, for that but no but i no. I appreciate that though of um but anyway, it's it, more like but it's it's more easily to channel something when something goes on like like if you hear in Bear, it like definitely encompasses more of like a sad side just because that was going through like kind of like a major break uh breakup in my life so okay. like the lyrics gotcha. and like I guess the way it sounds is more of like losing, it's like a love-loss relationship thing. This is like more of just like fucking, I, I, I feel like Pale Home is just more of everything. Like it's okay. like you got like lost, you got like uncertainty, you have just the harshness of everything going on, you have like tensions rising. Because like when we were recording this also, it was like, dude, we were like in, um. where were we, Providence? Province road, road Yeah, and road. like we had like this military helicopters like circling like our compound and everything. Whoa. It was wild. Like, we were yeah. in
3: lockdown. Wow. We had yeah. to like delay oh, our studio explore, Shoot- like,
2: Shootings mile. going outside uh, or what? going on outside of our studio. Yeah, dude. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. Holy it shit. Was- it you was- had yeah, shootings going
0: outside. So- on outside of your studio. Literally
2: like the night, like the, our first night, Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, it's hearing, it
1: hearing you guys talk about this and now hearing that puts this album in a, a wildly different perspective for me. I mean, totally. we already felt, we already felt the emptiness, like the darkness the loneliness and just knowing that probably the pandemic at least played a part of a role in that. But hearing the other parts, I have to go back and listen to it yet again because now I I can take those uh, stories and and knowing what you guys went through writing this and recording this and just really listen for that. That's interesting. Yeah,
0: different from a different perspective for sure. Definitely, absolutely, it, uh, mm-hmm. it helps you know hearing hearing all that from from you guys from directly from the source. Um, exactly. Yeah, and. You know, we kind of touched on this before we started, but it does seem like this record is a pretty big departure from the sound on your first two albums. And mm-hmm. we understand the inspiration behind Pale Home, but tell us what the intention was to make such a drastic change, at least drastic in my mind.
2: I would say, um, I would say like our live shows were also going in this direction. Um, we would get just, I mean, like we, when we play live, it's just like something clicks and it probably happens to a lot of bands, but it's like we automatically like play heavier. We okay. all have played in heavier bands. So it's like, I guess we were just going more towards that style anyways. I guess we started all listening to heavier bands or like at least I did. Um, okay. Like I said, we were like, I was more of in a shoegaze like kind of era for like, and like always be the same in Moon Bear, But like then I started listening to like, I don't know, just like heavier bands. So I just wanted to like, it felt like I was more going towards that style as a person anyways and like i feel like playing yeah. that kind of stuff live is just more fun uh just because you get the crowd going and everything when you play like sure. stuff like from moonbear and always be the same everyone's just, like really listening like intentionally and like not really moving and uh i just like wanted to have like a more energetic i guess a room you know what i mean totally right uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah so i feel like pale home kind of like pushed us like towards that as well mm. or at least what we were feeling like for pale home yeah you
3: know? which is ironic too because we put it out at a time when we can't it play
2: shows <laughs> um yeah we (laughs) definitely (laughs) isn't that great
0: yeah Yeah. Yeah. um yeah (laughs) right (laughs) so we were we were that was kind of the next question so it's a good segue you know like what you guys have planned tour wise like once you're able to do that um but in the meantime like do you have anything like live stream shows planned like any other ways to promote the album
1: you guys are smiling what's up? yeah
3: Yeah, we just recorded some uh some live stream stuff uh, a week or two ago oh sweet and uh it'll be coming out soon it yeah it's for it's
2: for slay at home from metal injection so like they have like segments i think it's like 10 minute segments of like you know from metal injection they'll put it out of like an hour and a half of bands kind of like playing us uh two or three songs so we picked like uh, i think two right because we had to yeah. stay under 10 minutes so yeah. we picked two songs from pale home <laughs> we have like it's actually like pretty awesome i like had to say like it that's i like it. i love it yeah it that's is. sick yeah so we have uh two songs coming out from mental injection um and we'll be posting about that with their segment and also just ours so we can like you know have it out there instead of just being washed over from the rest of the bands sure but uh sweet yeah, yeah. to make sure oh that's awesome it.
3: and i'm definitely looking forward to recording more live streams and stuff yeah in the future. we're
2: hoping to get on audio tree you know if we can yes. do something like that, uh, yeah. oh nice cool. that's that's awesome hoping hopefully you know sure sure mm-hmm. you never know these days but
0: still kind of on the topic chris were you gonna say
2: something uh no nope
0: <laughs> yeah you better sh- no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of, so, so <laughs> on the topic of of touring were there any bands that you guys toured with that you guys were like holy shit like we're we're actually touring with this band
3: touring with modern color was awesome i really really liked touring with modern color
2: that was more you, of like a we don't know how that's gonna go but then it came out and like pl- seeing them play live and like just knowing who they are as people it was really cool oh nice um, that's awesome because they had like a really cool like cali like kind of but like shoegaze and screamo sound so i was like 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 hearing that oh, every that night was like yeah so it was like kind of weird but like i like i love their sound i mean uh and they're good guys too so that was mm-hmm. fun, fun playing with them, and like they knew their ropes around touring. So sweet, yeah. sweet. So, well, uh, what kind of trouble did you guys get into? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was that was our first story, so I Don't know. I'll spare any drinking details. Drinking
3: moonshine, dude, and strip club. Oh, yeah, we drinking were t- <laughs> moonshine. <Yes>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, drinking
2: moonshine. Yeah. Oh shit. Drinking moonshine. Weird, dude. Call, dude. Yeah, that was weird.
3: We we didn't go there on purpose. That was where the show was. We played a show at some strip club in like North Carolina or something. All yeah. right. Some all pra- right. some
2: pregnant stripper took our uh, basis at the time to the bathroom, but then he ran out. So nothing happened. No. <laughs> but, yeah, that did happen. Say that again. <laughs> Hold on. I need to hear that one more time. One more time. Okay, let me pronounce every word. Um <laughs> a pregnant stripper took our basis at the time to the bathroom, but then he ran out. So <laughs> nothing away. Yeah. Which which is nothing commendable. Happened. Like please run out. please run. Yes. yes, oh, oh yes. a thousand percent. That, you know I would shake wins. his hand. Yeah, twins. Is that we say? Yeah,
3: yeah, you don't want twins.
1: That's <laughs> going to be one of our main audio clips. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that would be a threesome. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh my god. Sorry. That's oh, so that's, good. Oh, that's so funny. I can't yeah, believe that's a, quote. Oh, that was, that's a quote. I'm quoting one that quote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we man. just, you know, we just yeah, love so to hear. We love hearing like crazy stories from the road like you know just s- stories of it. Dude intrigue. always be
2: the same tour though with Sparrows I would say like uh, what was that the Crack Motel that oh, was God. And, and we also got hit the night before our van our green van's van got hit um, our so we had to, Yeah um, so we had to like go to this motel and like dude people like you could hear people like across like the wall Cause we got in like 12 o'clock at night or whatever. And like yeah. people like were being like, where's my crack? And like, you know, uh, there was like some crazy, it was, just, Dude, I, I like was
3: like hallucinating in the middle of the night and I thought someone was breaking into our, into our yeah, like <laughs> someone's here,
2: someone's in here. And he like wakes us up and he's like, someone's in here. And then like just, what what, like no one was there. Right. Or something. Dude, or? Someone
3: was like in the, in the shower or something. Yeah. Yeah. Someone <laughs> like I, opened I, the door to go to the shower. I thought they were breaking into the apartment. That
2: was scary. I thought a homeless man was taking a shower. <laughs> I thought so too, man. Yeah. I
3: thought
2: so too. <laughs> that was scary.
1: Well, in a place like yeah. that, it doesn't sound like it's too far-fetched. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the crack I would have amazing. thought the same thing.
3: Crack, <laughs> Where am Good I crack times?
0: At? So back to the Pale Home. We noticed it's up, on this really sick-looking black and yellow split. Uh, it's And it's on the Solid State merch store. How involved were you in the creating of that particular vinyl?
2: Um, well, They went with the black and yellow splatter just because like solid state, you know what I mean? Like they're like their thing is like yellow now, and like they just sent to us, and I was like, yeah, it looks sick. Um, But I will say that we're being sent our vinyl now. Um, It just took a little bit to get produced, and that's gonna have black and white splatter, and it just like looks fucking awesome. Um, And I think it maybe I think it's black and white marble, Um, but like it really goes with the album, like the album art. Uh, Okay. So I will say just look out for that, but. You know, support us in the store and everything. So absolutely, absolutely. The store. So.
0: and so, I mean, this this question is more for you, Cody. But Brandon, I don't know you. You you may you do, ha- you do have this. some
1: vinyl? I got some. You don't collect, but you do have some at <laughs> yeah, least. Yeah, I got some. Do you it's like guys, broken pieces? You're like, yeah, you're- yeah I got pieces yeah, exactly. of vinyl. Yeah, and yeah. shards.
2: <laughs> I melted yeah. it into a, can- a
1: coffee mug. <laughs>
2: It's like it's like a bullet, like Mel Gibson. <laughs> it's like uh, from the Patriot. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> do you guys have like? Because I know that a lot of bands, when they put their stuff on vinyl, they're gonna want every single color variant that they've ever put out. So, do you guys have like every variant, every record that you have that you put out?
2: Like, do we have it in stock? You mean, or uh, like,
0: do you know, like, personal you your own personal, you in own your own own personal own. collection?
2: Oh yeah. I of like personal like collection of our band kind of a thing yeah
0: yeah exactly yeah like yeah
2: do
1: you yeah, own yeah, your own actually. vinyl yeah
2: yeah of course i mean i always take a couple of my own and also like if it's in the solid state of store then like i'll like purchase one yeah see he yeah. has it too oh um, all right really? nice, yeah. nice brandon's holding Very up a nice. copy
3: yeah yeah this is my second always one. be, a,
2: I'll always I'll be the see. same yeah. yeah yeah i love that yeah album so we cover. yeah why not own your own? Especially if you get like someone coming over who like loves vinyl, like show them, like your band first us and be like, "Yeah, dude."
0: Of course.
1: You got to yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious though,
2: right? Cuz like I'm the
0: type of person. I like to listen to the music that I make. So you guys yeah. have your stuff yeah. on vinyl. Brandon, you can't use you don't have a record player. Yeah, yeah. But it's just having? I'm about, just man, picking no. on you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just messing with yeah. you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, do you do you notice that like your band's music is more so just like, okay, I have it in the collection. That's where it sits. And like, I get to show it to people, like, hey, check this out. This is very cool. Or do you actually like find yourself, like, on certain days, like, you know what? I'm going to throw this on the record player and
2: actually take a listen. Is that me or Brandon? Me? I guess. Cause yeah, you don't have to. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, to be honest, I don't really like throw on our record that much just because I feel like it's like endearing to me that I have vinyl of my own band right. you know what I mean so yeah. that in itself is good enough for me but just because I don't like I don't listen to it like if I listen to our band just because if I'm being honest just to like to brushing up on songs you know what I mean and like to yeah, like, yeah. think every now and then I'll be like that's, fu- that's really sick if like we have a vinyl but like I like to just listen on Spotify and I'll just be like okay like that's how the song goes <laughs> like <laughs> it's like that kind of shit for me but I mean like I love just like I have the vinyl out like in my living room just because I love that we have vinyl altogether
0: and you're proud sure. of it
2: which yeah of course and it yeah. sounds really good like i feel like I'll always be the same and even moon Bear, when we get that is like really good for vinyl because we do try to bring out the distortion and like we try to bring out like the washiness of our music so sweet and, like vinyl is really good at doing that with analog and everything so yeah definitely people who are going to listen to it with that like would appreciate that it's just me like it, my own band i just listen to like brushing up on like our songs like if we don't have practice because we go every other week you know Sure, so. that makes
0: perfect sense. I, yeah. I can relate. I know I can relate to that. Yeah, Chris, Chris doesn't give a shit, so he doesn't listen.
2: No, I, I have well, some, uh, I I mean, some people in in the over here. Yeah, I mean, some people can do that. Like, Brandon, like, you don't listen to, to it, yeah, yeah. I
0: Brandon, you seem like you're probably just like the the virtuoso of the band. Like, I can <laughs> yeah. play everything.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't you know. You're like really the Dave Grohl of the band. Yeah, I'm Dave Grohl, dude. I'm the Grohl. Josh is a Dave Grohl now. Oh, yeah, okay. looks like Our new guitarist looks like Dave Grohl. <laughs> he? Like, no. He looks, oh. like Dave he looks yeah. just like. Him. He is Dave. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. It's like Grohl dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, Maybe you guys can uh, play together one day. Foo Fighters and the Drowned yeah. God. Yeah. The, God. The God. yeah. the Yeah. Foo the God. God.
2: <laughs> the Foo God tour. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Foo God tour. Uh, <laughs> I would do it. Yeah. I, I would, do it. To be Who honest, would? Like, we talk about it. We would tour with anyone, dude. Like, we like if we get a good like presence and like they like at least kind of understand like what we're doing, like why not? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's
0: a, that's a definitely a great philosophy. Cause you know what? When you put yourself in that position where you're putting yourself in front of an audience that may not be there for you, you're exposing all of these different people to your stuff, and you're gonna end up more than likely, there's gonna be people out there that are gonna be like, Holy shit, this is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna you're definitely gonna appeal to some people who normally wouldn't seek out your stuff or normally, you know, they just wouldn't know about you guys.
2: Exactly. I feel like a lot of people just wouldn't even know what the style that's like going on. You know what I mean? Like, right, like, right. You have people coming on our videos like, oh, '90s style. Like, this is '90s hardcore. I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't yeah, like, ever leave. Not this. at all. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> like, which is fine. Like, if you like, if you think it's that, I guess. But at the same time, like, I've never really listened to '90s hardcore. That's so, so
0: interesting, man. How people just perceive things, and yeah. you know,
3: it is interesting. actually. It is interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, I'm so that's curious. Makes- like when people have an idea, why they decide to comment on a YouTube video? <laughs> like that person was so confident that we uh, sound like uh, '90s.
2: Yeah, he,
3: he just put it in the put it on YouTube
2: for or that everyone one to see. That yeah. one guy, was like, like, sounds, sounds like glass being being thrown into a sink, and I was just like, yeah. oh. "Okay,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, okay, yes. I can
2: see that." <laughs> I have also done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Were there Were there anyone uh, like commenting on those comments, being like, "What the fuck are you talking about?"
2: Uh, uh, some people. I mean, I guess like some like, like, people do that. Yeah, some people like do that. Not yeah, enough not enough. People.
1: But, you know, obviously the beautiful thing with art and music is that, like, in spite of people thinking your music sounds like 90s, 90s hardcore <laughs> or whatever, people can... to interpretation. In, yeah, interpret it however they, they see. And I think the cool thing about this is, is that, like, obviously Antonio and I had kind of our own little interpretation of like what we heard from uh, Pale Home, but then I love the fact that we got to hear your guys' side of the story and how... It all really came together and how it sounds how it sounds now mm-hmm. so yeah very cool that. awesome so glass breaking 90s hardcore uh, i'll i'll stick with that yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah actually shattered glass shattered glass should be a genre of music you yeah. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> sound like shattered glass
0: what's that <laughs> it's a genre not to, of not like, to yeah. take it not to bring it back constantly to nine inch nails here but but no, but I'm gonna. Uh, yeah. I read a book and uh, about Nine Inch Nails about the downward spiral, and it was they were talking about a a critic who basically likened the sound of the downward spiral to like metal being thrown into or like silverware or something like just being thrown into a like a trash compactor and i'm like holy shit was it like minus
3: like a negative comment or is it a yeah
0: no it was a it was a negative comment see i don't understand
2: that kind of stuff just because like i feel like more digital stuff sounds more of like tingy and like more like metallic and stuff like that i don't Mm. know what it is like, I think more, like, I just, like, feel like our music is more, like, warmer than, like, a lot of, like, digital stuff. Like, I, the rest I, of the, I can, yeah. I can agree, I'll agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah yeah. that Cause, like, yeah, yeah. too. Because, like, that's, like, fake warm. Like, mm-hmm. who are, like, I don't know, like, on the other, like, kind of, like, metalcore stuff. I just, like, I don't know. It's
3: a, it was definitely a distinct choice to go- move away from, like, more well-produced sounds on uh, this new record. We wanted something to, we wanted the new record to be gritty you know sure and distorted and like heavy so we definitely wanted to shy away from a typical post-hardcore sound right not sure there's anything wrong with like post-hardcore production but uh, we wanted to just get away from like clean production sure now now
1: actually speaking of production did you guys get to still pick who got to produce that album or did solid state kind of just be like here you guys go here's this guy (laughs) he'll produce your album (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, so uh, we actually got the pick, which is amazing, and we that's went cool. to Seth Manchester, who has recorded some of my favorite bands. Like, we purposely went to Seth because we felt like his production would be perfect for this record. He's recorded bands like uh, Daughters and Oh yeah, yeah Mets and like Battles, Lingua Ignota, and Liturgy. Like, so many bands that are like, that's great. Sick.
0: Cool, very cool noise. So, I wanted to talk about your music collections. What do either of your collections look like? And I know, Brandon, I, again, I know that you don't have, like, the biggest vinyl collection, and that's okay. Uh, I'm <laughs> sure you have, like, CDs. You Maybe you have, like, a, a library. Maybe you just have a bunch of stuff saved on Spotify. You got them. Just give us an idea. Like, what What does it look like for each of you, respectively? Brandon, you go first.
3: In terms of vinyls, I... Um, I got a Rush of Blood to the Head" by Coldplay, Ooh, the great okay. record. Okay. I got a Red House, Red House Painter's record, yeah. and a bunch of random jazz shit I got at a Ooh. thrift store. Nice. <laughs> that's like that's
1: like some <laughs> nice. of the best shit though. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, totally.
2: Awesome. Just like yeah, that's stuff I would just buy because
3: it was like thirty cents. You know. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: That's great. Um, and yeah, then uh, for me, I my most recent purchase for vinyl was "Hum," um, that Inlet album, like the purple one. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, that, that's that really was a good new, album.
0: that was a new record yeah. that came out. Like they hadn't put anything out for like what twenty something years or something something crazy. Yeah, so, yeah something wow,
2: crazy. it's fucking nuts, dude. It's a really good record though. It's like actually like amazing. I've heard it. It's yeah. it
0: is. It's very good. It's it's almost like it kind of reminded me of like I don't know if you guys listen to Quicksand.
2: I've heard <laughs> that comparison, but I've never listened to Quicksand. Like, but I've okay. I've seen that comparison though.
0: But it almost just sounded like, because when they came out with a new album after, like, this huge hiatus, it was almost like they just never stopped. And same thing with with Hum, you know, you you listen to that new record and you're like, what the fuck? Like, it's like (laughs) they picked up right where they left off and you're like, wow, didn't even fucking skip a beat, man, 20 some odd years later. It's impressive. It's impressive.
3: Isn't the bassist of Quicksand in Deftones? That That might be
0: true. That might be true. And as much as we talk about Deftones on this show and the fact that I just brought up Quicksand, I should have that answer for you. But I just feel like an idiot right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. No, you might be right. I don't listen to Quicksand. I've never listened to them. And I, I listen to Deftones sometimes. I'm not like a huge fan, so um, I could be wrong. Oh, right. I fucking love, Death but Dead if Dead. I'm right
2: about that, then dude, self-titles where and, and self on yeah. Saturday Night Risk is like the like the shit. And I Tough feel title like,
3: is sick, man. That's that's the best one in my opinion. I think um, you're but,
2: right. I think after their first, because their first bass player,
0: uh, Chi, he passed away. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. think after he passed, yeah. I think the bass player from Quicksand joined them.
1: Yeah, it says Sergio yeah. Vega. Yeah, yeah, Sergio yeah. Vega. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I ran. He was in quicksand. I just looked it up. He was. Yep. Yeah. By the way, weird. The weird facts, dude. You got it. (laughs) By the way, I'm glad you mentioned
1: Deftones because it always ends up being that we mention Deftones at least once an episode.
0: So. There might have been, like, one or two that we didn't, but, like, Possibly, I would say about yeah. 95% of the episodes, yeah, yeah. we at least mentioned Deftones once.
1: It's, it's <laughs> like a subconscious, like, running gag.
0: I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> one of these days, we'll actually get one of the fucking members of that band on yeah. the show. And we'll just, the whole time, it'll just be like, so, we like your band. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Listen to every one of our episodes. We yeah. love, yeah, exactly. Yes,
0: we talk about you all the time
1: that's true oh actually that should be that should be our next thing it's like if you've listened to all our all our episodes how many times have we mentioned Tones? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that'll be part of the trivia yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, so that was my most recent uh is hum but then my favorites that i want to say is cloakroom like i said so i said yeah. um i would have to say true widow i don't know what this re- album is actually called it's like a red one it's Avogear. You know what I'm talking about, Brandon? Like I know which one. one. Yeah, that's a great yeah. one. Uh, the red one. And then I have Admission by Torch. I love that album. It's, like, one of my favorites. And I saw you
3: had Earth on there, too. Yeah. We made honey. Right I love me, bro. Yeah, Ooh. I listen to that shit all the time. Yeah. I was just listening to that yesterday. Yeah, Sex. so um, I would record.
2: say, yeah, that's another really good record as well, especially if you're just, like, chilling around the house. I, I love records that you can just, like, just put on. Like, not really, like, you can, like, pay attention to, but then, like, if you start paying attention to it, like, you'll catch a party and be like, holy shit, that's cool. Sick, yeah. nice. I feel like that Earth albums like that. Um, those are my favorites right now, other than like Nirvana. But like that's, I'm just like a one of those. <laughs> You're
0: one of those too. Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. I actually, wow. uh, so my birthday's coming up, and my fiance. What ended up happening was she's like, I was like, hey, I bought some vinyl for myself, and she was like, well, what did, what the fuck did you buy? And I was like, oh, well, one of them was Nirvana in utero, and she, it, hell yeah, look, dude, the look on her face, she wanted to kill me. No, because. that's one of the
2: best album arts. And mm-hmm. also, I fucking, first of all, I fucking love the album art. And also, oh, what's that song? The Cancer one. Heartshaped Box? Yeah, Heartshaped Box. First of all, it's one of, that's like my favorite song ever, just like all the way through middle school. um, It just like resonates. It's a great, and, great song. Yeah, and just like some other songs in there, just like, I don't know, I can't, like, I'll never get over It's just like brought me up through well, life. It's
0: a fa- I mean, it's a fantastic record. And the reason yes. she got mad was because she bought it for me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. For my birthday. <laughs> and- oh, that's funny. So I got like, two copies. I'm, well, yo, so <laughs> I bought the 2013 mix, and she bought the 20th <laughs> oh. anniversary.
2: So oh, I'm like, so it is two different. Albums. So
0: I'm like, they're two different copies, babe. Like, yeah, I, yeah. This, yeah, that's cool. Just, we're
2: just that gonna works. keep them both. Honestly, I listen to both it's on it. Spotify. You can appreciate both. It's fantastic. That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. Um, and I will say, since we're on Nirvana, I will say that Moon Bear, no, I will say, always be the same was more like our Nevermind.
1: Oh, okay. interesting.
2: And Moon Bear is like our In Utero. If we were to talk, if we were to compare us like to Nirvana, because you know, like that switch they did, I would sure. say that we kind of yeah. did that switch a little bit with those albums, and uh, I, kind of like that. So that's cool. very. I've interesting. always kind of yeah. thought that in my head a little bit.
0: That's really like cool. That. See now I have to listen back and always been the same it has a little
2: bit more cleaner tones and like a more like it's not like radio friendly, but like it goes more towards that area where gotcha. I would say in utero is like you know like, obviously that more like brash and kind of like he's taking more risk and stuff like that. So I would sure. say, um, we kind of like did that moon bear slash pale home, just like more risk and stuff. So, well, cool, that's, that's awesome. So is there an album of the year that you guys would say
0: that you have so far?
3: I think this came out. Let me just make sure. Or, um, there's a band called Oranzi Pazuzu. Um, and they're really, like really sick. Yeah. yeah. They're really, really sick. Um, they put out a record. I think it was 2021. If not, it was like the very, very end of 2020. Okay. Um, And it is like so good. Um, That's your
0: record right there. Yeah, for sure. Is Cody, did Cody just get disconnected?
2: No, I'm here. Okay. I was looking on on Spotify and being like, what's mine? (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, what do I listen to right now? I'm just, like, listening to, like, everything from Not This Year, so I don't really know what I have my, like, album of the year to. I'm just being honest. It's still kind of early for that question. I'll be honest with you. Because I, like, really cared about, like, our album coming out, so I've just been, like, super, like, just, like, promoting and, like, just emailing everyone. So, like, I kind of haven't, like, listened to, like, anything new from this year. Okay. Unless, like, have we talked about anything, Brandon? I don't think so, dude. Like, other Mm. than Spectres, but, like
3: there's another band called night tapes that i've been listening to a lot it's kind of yeah, like sho- they just dropped an ep a couple months ago and it's like really good kind of like radiohead mixed with like dream pop and like some hazy shoegaze oh i
0: like that it's, it's amazing that's awesome i'm gonna have
1: to i'm gonna have to hit you guys up on instagram seriously get your lists of all the bands I, that you I'm mentioned like, dude, to- fucking write all this down yeah because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna yeah. listen to every single one of them you should hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's
2: fantastic Tom. That's the best well, part about talking with musicians is that like you pick up other like influences and like artists and like exactly. I don't know, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So guys, thank you so much for answering our questions and for giving our listeners uh, some insight into the Drowned God. Very good stuff. And that brings us to da da on the platter.
3: Oh God, it's so good. Mmm, so good and tasty.
4: <laughs>
0: So today we are talking about "Sunbather" by Deaf Heaven, which was released in June of 2013, uh, and it's their second studio album. So for me, this this record, I mean, it's definitely outside of my I want I don't want to say comfort zone, but it's definitely outside of the normal thing that I would seek out and listen to. Yeah, I had a friend of mine who kept saying he literally was just like constantly like texting me every day. He was like. Listen to this album, listen to this album, listen to this album. So finally, I caved and I listened to it. And I was like, I have to admit, probably the first, I don't know, the first like 45 seconds of it, I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't, I don't get it. But I just kept listening. And I don't know if it, I think maybe it was in the second track, it clicked for me. And I was like, oh, I get it. And when I got it, I was really able to appreciate it. It's I I don't know people liken it too they they call it black gaze so like black metal shoe gaze I can see that right. I definitely feel it and hear it um, but I think that the album is just brilliant I really do the more I listen to it the more appreciation I have for it and I love having I bought the you know I bought the vinyl it's like such a really cool package like the whole thing is packaged really neatly the colors are really cool you know it's like a uh, one of them's pink one of them's I think called Piss Yellow. Right. It was like Bubblegum or something like that. So yeah, yeah. they do this like... Those are good flavors together. Yes, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but I love the tongue-in-cheek, you know, thing there. Yeah, um, yeah. And just, you know, it's it's just a really well put together record. And uh, I I have to be honest, I haven't listened to any of their other stuff as intently. But, I, you know, I, I, I probably should. So can you guys, uh, well, at least Chris, can you tell me about your experience with this with this record?
1: Yeah, sure. I'd heard of Deaf Heaven before. I never really listened to a whole lot of their stuff. But this album, I mean, I now I definitely want to go back and listen to like, you know, their first album and then go forward from there. But I mean, this album to me is just, it almost encompasses like everything I love about music. Like it just no has shit. a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, just like, you know, and it's funny, because like, I, I saw, and I guess there still is a debate kind of of whether it's really a metal album with indie influence <laughs> Or is it an indie album with like metal instrumentation? You know, so you kind of go either way. I kind of hear more of like of the indie uh, and shoegaze side of it than I do metal.
0: Like it doesn't Uh even
1: sound like what a metal album should sound like. Uh, But what does a metal album? What should a metal album sound like?
0: Right, right. It's kind of like what what we were talking about earlier, how like. You know, like it's funny how like people perceive things, you know, like we don't, yeah. we don't have the Deaf Heaven members here to, to talk to them and ask them, like, hey, like, what were you guys thinking when you wrote this album, right. you know? Right. So we all we have to go by is like our own past experience and how we interpret it and everything like that. And, you know, I, I definitely know what you're saying. I get what you, what you mean. You know, there's definitely it, there's some ambiguity there when, when you're talking about what style is this. And like, I feel like they were kind of like, fuck you. They're like, you don't yeah. get to know what style it is. It's just whatever the fuck we want it to be. Right. And I think that they, they do a phenomenal job you know. with they that. They do. They do. Uh, your guys' thoughts?
3: Yeah. Um, I first heard Def Heaven on their, I think it was 2011, uh, their record called Roads to Judah. Yeah. And that record is amazing. Really, really good. It's probably my favorite Def Heaven record. Ooh, um, all right. and it's got the shoegaze elements like Sunbather has. It's a little darker and more grim sounding. Okay, than sure. Sunbather. Um, but I remember seeing them when Roads to Judah was out, and right before Sunbather came out, and they were playing some Sunbather songs, and uh, I remember like being pretty taken back by like the tones shift, you know, in right, terms of right. the melodies and stuff. Which I really liked, and uh, I, in preparation for this, I actually went back and listened to Sun There again uh, <laughs> before this interview, and uh, yeah, like, I think it holds up. I think uh, there's a couple things that like I think it's a great record. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things that I I could give or take on it. Okay, there's there's some things that I really like about it. Sure, um, I love the take of uh, this kind of like really uh uplifting melodies with like Mm -hmm. the black metal style i think that was like really forward thinking and i think that really influenced a lot of bands afterwards you know kind of like started this whole movement of like two gays black metal bands and whatnot uh and it's like well deserved some really sick drum sounds on the record yes i love the drumming on it yeah it's got some uh the flow of it is is where i start to have mixed feelings i think think having a uh, interlude track between every single song gets like kind of like mess up the flow a little bit yeah
0: that's a good Um, point that is definitely a good point i don't think i was able to put my finger on it but i think the way that you just explained that you're right it mm -hmm. does kind of tamper with the flow a bit
2: yeah it's superfluous you don't need yeah, it, it, it kind of takes um, you out
1: of the, point. The, the experience a little bit, and then you're like yeah. kind of thrown right back in.
3: Exactly, it feels like start, stop, start, stop. You know, right? Like, yeah. I really yeah. Why, do you, why
2: do you think? Why do you think it can still cap, like, capture you guys like that when still having the interludes like that though?
3: Well, I think the music itself is really good. And, okay, so it's like um, the, okay, gotcha. Yeah, there's a couple skippers, at least to me. Like, I think the first um, interlude track called "Ear." I think it's called Irresistible. That yeah. song is great. It's beautiful. Like really like is a nice flow from the first song, which I think it's called Dreamhouse. Um, yes. really, yeah, Dreamhouse really is called Dream House. Um really flows really well. Like that song. Like, yeah. like song. It, it flows really yeah. well from Dream House and into Sunday there. But then there's like two other interlude tracks after that. And there's only like, I don't know, six songs or seven songs on the record. Right. So, totally. Yeah, right. They should have gotten rid of those other two interludes, in my opinion. Right, so really, um, the, it's like a
0: four-song album, <laughs> like it's an yeah. EP, right?
3: And that's what their last one was too. Their yeah. uh, "Road to Judo is only four songs, and it flows perfectly, in my opinion. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so I think my favorite song on the record is probably "Sunbather," the actual like title track. I was gonna say, and okay. that's the same for me. It's amazing. One of my favorite parts on the record is preced- Is followed by my least favorite part in the record, which is. The guitar solo in Vertigo. Okay. I'm not like I'm not crazy with like guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. my that's my own thing. I, I don't. Think like, your of existence I mean. don't like guitar solos. I think they're corny <laughs> as fuck. Ninety percent of the time, I don't like guitar solos, which goes back to my Metallica comments. Yeah, um, yeah, fuck. yeah. I don't like
2: sense. guitar solos. I like guitar I like solo in stoner metal. In stoner metal, I feel like yeah. guitar solos are like this shit.
3: Mm. But. But I, I will go. say the part right. after the guitar solo in the song Vertigo is, is sick. It's one of the best parts in the record. So they, you know, they, they balance out the guitar solo with really, really cool parts. Um, I think Overlaw Records is really great. I've seen it live at least three times. Wow. Um, wow. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a fan, definitely. Cool, cool. Would you say, because
0: you, you had mentioned while you were, you know, describing the record and the band that, you know, they definitely have influenced other bands by the way that they were able to kind of take this melodic feel and still be like this metal this like black metal you know band mm. would you say that you guys or maybe you brandon were influenced in any way by deaf heaven
3: maybe like subtly um i don't think deaf heaven's a super big influence on me personally right like, in terms of like i listen to a lot of black metal um but most of the black metal i listen to is more like really dark like intense black metal like okay a band called death spell omega is one of my favorite black metal bands <laughs> um
0: that's a great name
3: so, yeah it's great <laughs> maybe subtly um i people say that pale home sounds like death heaven i don't really somehow we've gotten like lumped in with like the black we even gotten
2: with that with like a past records and i'm like mm-hmm. it doesn't even I <laughs> interesting I, so, yeah. I i will uh say no i will yeah, okay. disagree
3: I will disagree <laughs> with that. So I disagree too. Um, the very first song on the record on Pale Home has like black metal, like inspiration, you know? Yeah. But then the rest of the record is not black metal. So okay. like, people calling us black gays, I don't really agree with necessarily. I don't I mean, hate it though. I don't hate it. I mean, I, right. I like black gaze bands, you know? Yeah. Um, sure. So like I'll take it, you know? I'd rather well, have that than post hardcore or whatever else people are calling us, I guess.
2: Please label me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah that, that's funny yeah, I was gonna
0: I almost wanted to stay away from that question because I feel like a lot of artists and I know what this is like I you know it's like a lot of artists really kind of don't really like being lumped in or labeled like any sort of genre so like mm-hmm. I'm you know when we were introduced to you guys it was like you know th- these guys are a black gaze band mm-hmm. and it was like I was like oh okay cool and I was expecting death heaven and yeah. I didn't get that. I didn't. I didn't mm-hmm. hear that. So I was like, "Well, I wouldn't call." I. I personally didn't didn't think black gays when I heard uh, "Pale Home." Mm-hmm.
4: Me yeah, there's
3: nothing. There's nothing wrong with black gaze. Like I like black gaze and like sure, I could hear like superficial similarities. I could hear like, things. Maybe
2: like if we go from my yeah. to like near Spanish Lake because it's like mm-hmm. very like black metal. Then like. I guess, Washi and then shoegaze-y, I guess, yeah. with, like, screams. But, like, yeah, I wouldn't... We also kind of, like, make music to where, like, it's kind of hard to put us under a certain, like, genre. Yeah,
3: but also, I um, will say, like... I like inviting that. Yeah, I personally <laughs> don't have any problems with, like, labeling music with genres and stuff like sure. that. I think it's cool. I think it's kind of fun to uh, label genres with... Me, trying to, like, hear a sound, a band that's very unique and trying to come up with, like, what they sound like by using... Genres, because all a genre yeah. is, is like words that we use to describe a sound, right? Mm, right. So there's nothing right. inherently bad about any kind of genre that we would describe. That's, so to me, like, it's it's fun to kind of like try and describe a sound using words. And the only words that we can use to be specific about it is genre, right?
0: That's a very good point. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. And I love that perspective. And uh, yeah, that really, that makes so much sense. I love the way
2: that you articulated that. Cool i guess cody do you have any thoughts on the album uh sunbather uh i mean to be honest i'm not like a huge i like listen to vocals first just because i'm a vocalist um yeah and when i was like getting into black metal like actually came from brandon just because i wasn't listening to that at the time um i liked more like more so like bands like kralis and stuff who like use like lower tones in their vocals and i feel like I just, like, don't love if they're, like, shrieking or, like, just using highs the whole time just because right. I, like, when a vocalist kind of, like, I don't know, like, also uses, like, his whole range, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. kind of, like, mirrors the music in that way and, like, if it's a heavier part, maybe go lower sometimes. I'm just, that's just me because i would super focus on that. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but, like, the instrumentation I feel like is, a, is amazing on Sunbather because I haven't listened to Rose from Judah, to be honest, or Rose to Judah or whatever. Um, but, like... I think their instrumentation is really good. When I saw them live, I was like, to be honest, I was like, like I was just kind of bored. I don't know. I think it was fun. I, I think it was fun with you guys because I was I was with my friends and like we were like getting fucked up. But I mean, mm, yeah, um, yeah. like it was a fun show. It was great. Um, but it's just like I need a little bit more going on. To be honest. Yeah, but and a cool um,
3: connection with uh, Death Heaven yeah. uh, is the artist who did the album artwork for Rose to Judah has done a bunch of art album artwork as well is that is that the guitar player from touche amore uh it's not him it's the his name is ruben sawyer uh he does like illustrations so his his
2: bands are sick um he's done all of our shirt
3: designs and he did our ep album art as well yeah
0: so you're so you're saying that the guy who did the sunbather artwork did the same did the artwork for you guys
3: it wasn't the sunbather it was the rose to judah
0: oh sorry 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 okay
3: so the guy from Tuesday and more did that one. But okay. Okay.
0: That's why, that's why I was like, that's where my mind went like immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be cool though. <laughs> yeah. He's he got really? some crazies. I think he's done like crazy. Sh- like Britney Spears. He did and, like, like counterparts too. Oh, did, did he? he really? Oh,
1: wow. He did well, the, at least Paul, it looks he, like it. <laughs>
0: he did the new Paul McCartney one. Did he really? really? Yeah. Wow. Son Bay of the Paul dude. Holy Damn. crap. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, So that's, you know, what's interesting is you were talking about like dynamic range and vocals and stuff. And, you know, in this record in Sunbather, you're right. There's not, there there really isn't much dynamic range, but also I feel like with shoegaze especially, and it's interesting that you listen to shoegaze. I kind of feel like the vocals are usually like secondary when it comes to that kind of
2: music. So, on Shoegaze, for me, I, I, I guess I listen to, the, like, the whole wall of sound that's hitting me. Okay. And, instead of, like like, on metal bands or something like that, I listen to, like, more of, like, what's, like, the accents, like, they're putting on stuff. Like, what's the range they're hitting and stuff like that, just because I've done it, like, since I was 16, I'm 29. So, it's, like, I listen exactly. to, like, I guess but I understand why people also go with one range the whole time too. Cause we did that on like always be the same and stuff like that. Like, or I mean, I did that. Um, (laughs) So like, I understand what people are going for, but like, I, I guess it's more of like a thing about being interesting or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I just, I guess it's like the tone of it. Just like his screams is like, it didn't like get me, but like, I understand it, it being like a really good record, like instrumentally, like or instrumentation, whatever the fucking word is. Um, like the instrumentals you know what i mean yeah, like no, it being like really good that way but like i just like, it didn't like you know when a record hits you it's just like right just it didn't it didn't yeah, hit you the gotcha. way you you know have preferred that yeah. it hit you but shoegaze it's I guess. more about the whole wall of sound and i love how yeah. it's like kind of like pushed back and like subtle and like you kind of have to like listen like super intently like for the vocals because like i'm like what are they saying because it's like right, tucked right. back you know what i mean so interesting yeah.
0: Cool. cool. Do you have any fun facts, Chris? Well,
1: uh, yes. Uh, One of them you already brought up. I had a feeling you already knew about it with uh, Nick from Touche Amore. Nick, yeah, that's his name. Okay. The artwork. So uh, we'll go on to the other ones. Cross that off the list. Yeah, that's off the list. (laughs) I already crossed it off. On, on to, on to the next one. Uh, So you guys might know uh, it was released in 2013, um, and it actually received amount. Uh, massive amounts of critical acclaim uh, getting a score of 92 on metacritic which at the time was the highest reviewed album on metacritic as of 2013 and they started in 1999 and it was uh ranked as one of the best albums of 2013 by npr Stereo Gum and Pitchfork to name a few, and then as of last oh. month, it's still the seventh highest scored of all time on Metacritic, which I thought was interesting. No oh, shit, so they love yeah. So they love the album, and by the way, I think it's Pitchfork. They're usually pretty like harsh with a lot of their reviews, so <laughs> yeah. it was interesting to see them. You know, to see because they basically just like you know some places just like
2: yeah they slaughter albums sometimes
1: yeah like sometimes they feel like they have to just bash every album because they're like ooh you know like look at we're real cool. Like, you know, we got to be the guys <laughs> who give the negative reviews. But so it's interesting to just see that they gave that, you know, high praise. High praise. Um, <laughs> praise uh, the drowned God. <laughs> yes. Um, se- secondly, the entire album only took six days to record, which I think is for what they Damn. produced is just incredible. So It's wild. They were just incredibly prepared and organized, and they worked, I believe it was eight to 10 hour days. And they just did the drums in one day, you know, the distorted guitars the second day, bass and clean guitars the third. Um, The fourth and fifth day was just the interludes and piano parts, which just is is interesting because you would think that those parts would be like the least focused on. But then the vocals was just all in day six. Oh, going back to the interludes, I feel like uh, just real quickly that they could have just used that one interlude in the middle of the album which would have been really cool as a forward-thinking, you know, uh, like, and in listening to vinyl, which would have been really cool as, like, the ending like to side one. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, ending to side A, and then you we go did, We did that a.
2: on our flip. Our flip our flip was cool. in, it was weeping, so it was, like, the vocals in the beginning. It was, like, you know... Oh, on I on love side that. B yeah that's awesome um i did want to say one one thing about our our record as well um or like our recording process just because like you're you're reminding me of like interesting stuff like when we were yeah go for it dude yes please Um, because this is like something we didn't really bring up or i didn't bring up and i should in some interview but like um this is like a new thing uh that we did vocally but like all of the vocal takes are just one time no way what do you mean one time Like, like like just what you went all the way through the whole song yes Like, you did a Bill
1: O'Reilly fucking take it live?
2: I guess so, dude. We didn't
1: punch you in.
2: (laughs) No, dude, like, it was, I mean, like, with with Seth, he was just like, just go for it. Like, let's make it sound raw, and I was like, hell yeah. Wow. Um, Yeah, but, like, so it helped that we were riding for, like, a a long time, but, uh, yeah, dude, we just, like, punched in, like, I mean, not punched in, but, uh, did like one song and then like would go to this, the next song like right after that and like no punch ins unless like i would double like like one thing or something sure, like that, okay, okay. Sure. We, well, that you yeah really i mean, even did doubles in this album which is crazy because oh, yeah yeah and, and like even always be the same in moonberry like you kind of fill it out with doubles and all that kind of shit you know but yeah and pale home uh just one time through all the songs,
0: wow, that's that's super interesting, man. I'm yeah. that's amazing. I, had, I already had told a bunch that. of reasons to re listen to the album, yeah, but now I've got another one just added. Yeah, I just to want to list. tell you guys that just that's it's really like, cool. I wanted
2: to get that out there and I haven't gotten it out there yet, so that's no, really that, dope. That's really no, thank cool. you, thank,
1: f- thank you. Yeah, I hope that's so. That's a first, so that was a, that first, a first to be time. honest.
2: Yeah, it was kind of wild because like I remember like after I'm like second guessing, shit, I'm like because I've never done that before, you know. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it was a cool process because everyone's like, no, nah, keep it. And I was like, all right, dude, one time. That's Let's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I so, love that. I know. Sorry, you were talking about Death Heaven, but I mean like. No, I no, just, no. I, no, listen, dude, this is I'm glad you, you know, told us that.
0: Honestly, like this whole thing that we do the on the platter thing at the end, It's it's really just a way for us to talk about music. And it's very, like I said, this whole thing is a very loose, fluid thing. And this is about you guys. So I'm glad that you brought
2: that up. Very cool. Yeah. yeah of cool. course of course thanks for taking yeah, it
0: <laughs> absolutely yeah it is
1: a cool thing because you know uh, for us on the platter like we'll talk about a specific album but then like we go off on tangents and talk about all sorts of stuff
2: oh my god so, do we ever i love yeah it's hard but not I just, to like it's, a, yeah. it's good it's good talking to you guys because like you definitely I, I can tell everyone has like a lot of ideas and like um you know what to say and i'd rather much appreciate that than like kind of just like boop boop like hitting like every you know right or some shit you know yeah yeah okay yeah. like, talk, like Segue into like more interesting things. So,
1: I mean, it, it really is a true conversation. Like you said, it's exactly. not like question one, question yeah, two. Yeah. Question no, we try three. to make that's it like, interesting. And like, that.
0: honestly, dude, like at the end of the day, like you guys have to do this. It's PR. It's like, you know, you're trying to promote your record. Why the fuck should it be boring for you guys? Why should it be? Yeah, a task? exactly. Why does it, it doesn't need to be? It could just be a fun conversation between musicians. And that's yeah. honestly. How I, that's how I we try want. to, yeah. how, that's how we
2: try to, to you know, to make it enjoyable. Yeah, you guys seem like that instead of just like a company like who's just trying to fit your quota. You know what I mean? No, yeah, we, exactly. No, we don't get paid to do this, guys, brother. We yeah, just, yeah. we're doing we it for it, the, because
0: we love <laughs> it, man. We love yeah. music and, you know, it's like, fuck it, man. You know, we just try to make it fun. We try to make it enjoyable. So the fact that you recognize that is, we appreciate it, man. Thanks. Me do appreciate yeah. that.
3: This has been a lot of fun. This is like amazing. This is like one. Probably the best podcast. I would have to say oh, it's like sweet, my favorite. Yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks dude. guys. that's, wow. that's awesome. super definitely.
0: I definitely needed this, man. I was having a. Yeah, hell of yeah. day. So, Chris, um, did you uh, have any other facts, Bud?
1: I got, I got one more. They're kind of the same on the same level here. So I okay. thought this was really cool. Number six on Karang's best seventy-five albums of the decade. So not just metal albums, but like albums of the you know all genres. I thought that was pretty cool. And then they're uh, in the top, I think it was number 19 in the top 100 best metal albums of all time. So I thought that was pretty cool. Otherwise, there really weren't a whole lot of uh, crazy facts. They got a whole lot of mystery behind them, just like the Drowned God. So, uh, you know, the the Touche Amore cover art. Yeah, the Touche Amore cover art was like the... Most interesting fact to me. And I was like, Antonio's (laughs) going to love that. But see, I already knew that.
0: You already knew. I already knew that. I should have known you knew that. I'm a huge Touche fan. I should have
1: known you already knew that.
0: Yeah, man. I was following Nick on Instagram for like the longest time. And I'm like, this guy's fucking awesome. Well, and the funny thing
1: is, is, it makes sense because the cover work of that album It reminds me of some of the cover work for Touche Amore
0: albums. Yeah. It's definitely, the guy knows what he's doing. He's very, absolutely got a great eye. It's fucking awesome. Jeez, he's working for Paul McCartney. Exactly. (laughs) There you go, man. (laughs) Chris, thanks. Thank you for the facts, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, Guys, we have had a blast talking to you. If you have any plugs, anything at all that you want to say to our listeners, now's the time
2: um i just say just uh just check out pale home it's we put everything into it and we you know it was through, like a crazy time that we wrote that and recorded it so we'd appreciate it if everyone listened to it that's all what and so also look out for our next album because uh we're already writing that it's, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be we're, we're probably keeping the heavy let's keep a couple like keeping you a couple yeah. hints in there brandon anything anything you'd like to add yeah
3: just listen to our record and be on the lookout for a new record um in the next couple of weeks we'll be dropping a new record
4: oh yeah sick. That's not just,
3: true, but. <laughs> Why did you get our hopes, uh, yeah. you got our hopes oh, up, man? man. A couple years, up. probably. Who knows, Yeah, <laughs> and, but if
2: people think we're coming out with an album in the next couple of weeks, maybe more follows on socials, and yeah, then in yeah. time they'll see that yeah. we're uh, going to come out with an album. No, nice. <laughs> yeah. you just got to drop, so gotta drop, yeah. gotta drop one
1: single
0: every month.
4: Listen yeah. to Pale Home. <laughs> that's fine. Follow them
2: and buy the yeah. record, buy
0: the vinyl. Yes. Exactly. Thank you again, guys. It was really a blast having you guys on. Everybody, thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Taste of Vinyl and on Twitter at Taste Vinyl. And remember, you can never own too much vinyl.
2: Bye, guys. Thanks for later. Thanks for being here, guys. Back. Thank you so Thanks much you later. later.